The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk, powered by TheGorillaPosition.com and a proud part of the Roar Network, presented by the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network, also now in association with IndiePW.com. We are sponsored by CollarAndElbowBrand.com, where you can get 10% off when using promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout. So now in partnership with FNX at FNXFit.com, where you can get 15% off all your health supplements like pre- and post-workout drinks, protein powder, super greens, and more when you use promo code TBTalkPod. You can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at TBTalkPod. To listen to the podcast, you can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, and all those other podcasters out there as well. As always, I am Big Joe. And I'm Carl Carafel. Yes, Carl, another week has come and gone in the world of professional wrestling. Still getting used to this video kind of format. Uh, I do apologize for our video listeners for a little bit of awkward silence there at the beginning. But uh, still, like I said, still getting used to uh, this new format here. So yeah, Carl, um, it has been a... I don't want to delve too much in this topic, but I do want to just make a brief mention to it because obviously it is an important topic. It has been a rough week to call myself a wrestling fan with all of the shenanigans going on. It definitely has been. Um, Like Big Joe said, we don't want to dwell on this too, too much. Um, There's still lots of stuff that is coming out, lots of stuff that's being said, lots of stuff that's that's just happening with everything right now. And what's true, what's not, we don't know right now. Um, Everything is all really a speculation. Um, We do have, like, stuff that that I guess has really been confirmed, um, you know, through text messages and and like screenshots of those and stuff like that but we're not the ones here to judge we're not the ones that are supposed to be uh you know going into the negative of things we we leave that for the dirt sheet people we would rather not all we want to say on this i guess is just uh we offer our sincerest condolences to anybody that's been involved with this because it is something that uh, definitely at some point, I think we might kind of talk about a little bit. Yeah. Um, there's just so much hype over it right now that we we don't want to get into that because we don't want to add any fuel to any fire. Mm-hmm. For sure. Good way to put it, Carl. Uh, also, uh, if you want to check on my personal Facebook page, and uh, we may even uh, uh, try and link this over on the Turnbuckle Talk page, we did have Miss Kim Artlip over on the Andy Martin's uh, show today and got to talk to, to Kim about uh, the current goings-on with Ignite Wrestling and uh, all kinds of good stuff over there too. So make sure you can go check that out uh, when you get a chance. Um, one brief thing I want, I want to talk about here, and this kind of revolves around me, uh, some changes are coming and happening with myself. Uh those for those of you who aren't aware, I am 39 years old and I am going back to school, Carl. Wow! <laughs> right for what? Going back for what? Going to the the Toronto Film School. I have uh, been accepted to the film production program at the Toronto Film School, probably one of the premier uh, schools in Canada when it comes to uh, to this uh, program. So really looking forward to it and um, hoping hope, hoping to pull off a bit of a project uh, once that's all said and done. When I get into that course, I'm going to have access to some uh, some resources and uh, working on something that is going to tie into that and, of course, professional wrestling, which is why, of course, I'm bringing it up on Turnbuckle Talk, uh, looking to put together something a little bit special with some people that we know, and uh, hopefully it can all come to fruition because it's, it's something I'm pretty excited about. Definitely, it is something to be excited about. Yeah. Um, when When is uh, start? for you uh start if all goes as planned we are looking at july 14th is my uh will be when i start this uh schooling so yeah it's uh pretty exciting that soon that quick that quick yep 
Wow, that's that's very interesting, especially mm-hmm. with everything that's going on right now with the uh, with the coronavirus yep. and uh, COVID nineteen and all of that other shenanigan yep. that is out there. Uh, very interesting that uh, that you would start now. Is it going to be in class or is this uh, online? Uh, a lot of it is going to be remotely done through either Skype or Zoom, uh, whichever they they choose to use. It. My guess would be Zoom because they you can get the, the most number of people uh, at once on that. So I would be assuming it'd be like a virtual classroom setting uh, done through Zoom. Awesome. So we'll be zoom, zoom, zooming. It'll be interesting. Uh, I've never um, been part of a classroom in that kind of a setting, so it's going to be a bit of a bit of a switch. But uh, hey, doing this kind of stuff, uh, I'm definitely comfortable on the video looking to a uh, to a camera platform. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. And then going already going into it with you know some production experience. Of course, I do produce this podcast and a couple of others on a weekly basis. So I'm already going to it a bit ahead of the game here, Carl. And uh, I'm excited to get going. Uh, this is something that I've wanted to do since coming out of high. School, but uh, things didn't work out that way. So, uh, looking forward to finally um, sinking my teeth into that and making uh, the dream, making the reality uh, become a, a fact. So that is awesome. Congratulations to you, Big Joe. Yes. Let's hope uh, everyone out there sends some uh, positive vibes, some good, good stuff. Whatever you got, send it yep. all to Big Joe right now, <laughs> so that uh, he can get into this and uh, you know maybe make things uh, better all around for not only himself but. Uh, you know, for this podcast as well. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Definitely. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Just waiting for the, the financials uh, to, to go through. I've got to put through that application and uh, fingers crossed that all that let's go through, all that goes through so that I, I can uh, yeah. make this all happen here. Awesome. All right, man, Let, let's uh, shift over to some actual wrestling discussion here. Let us uh, look back on the, the first round of the new Japan cup. Uh, we've, we're finally starting to get in results. Uh, the, the first, um, round isn't completely over yet, but we can go through and see uh, the results so far. So right off the hop, um, on the first match here, gotta say your your guy Yota Suji is already out. Uh, Just saying. <laughs> so well, yeah, <laughs> that happens, right? That happens. It happens. You, you never know. Yeah, uh, Tony Makabe um, getting the win over Yota Suji there, and we'll be facing Tomohiro Ishii or Ishii in uh, the next round because he yeah. uh, uh, beat um, uh, El Desperado in that, that first round. Um, that um, the first match there w- uh, with Makabe and uh, in Yota was uh, just under uh, nine minutes, so it was a relatively quick match. Um, it was done in a way where there was really no moment in that match where I thought. Yota Suji was going to get the win. It was it was enough in there to be somewhat kind of competitive, but it was uh, it was a pretty convincing uh, Togi Makabe win. Um, Ishii versus Desperado was um, a very interesting match as well. Um, they had set up in the Together Project special uh, Ishii, you know, possibly with a bit of a knee issue, and had Desperado working that knee. Um, that's one thing that I do like with New Japan Pro Wrestling is uh, they're consistent uh, with this kind of thing. You know, working the actual knee that uh, looked like it was injured. You know, they're, they're consistent with this stuff, and it, it it shows and it feels proper. You know, unlike what we we're kind of uh, used to in the the WWE. Not to pick on them, right. but uh, you know, we've even seen in WWE where they have a kayfabe injury on on one knee and then it magically switches back and forth. Sometimes they forget. Uh, yeah. Cause maybe yeah, they're not yeah, used yeah, to it that, does. but uh, <laughs> it, it is odd. Um, so next we had Toriyanu versus Jado. Uh, this was your, your typical kind of Toriyanu match. Um, I do feel that, um, and I was of course on uh, Destino with uh, Jericho talking about these as well. That we both felt that uh, Jado got way too much offense for a bit of an older wrestler kind of coming back. Um, yeah, it, it was entertaining, and at the same time, there, there was kind of some weird stuff going on there as well. But uh, Toriano did get the uh, the roll up schoolboy kind of pin on, on Jado. Yep, um, that's right. It's a little bit uh, odd there. Uh, next up, we had Hanma versus Hiromu Takahashi, and this was um, this was an interesting one here. This was a very entertaining match. Uh, good to see uh, Hiromu back in the ring uh, doing his. Uh, crazy high octane uh, stuff that he always does, and then yep. Hanma uh, is an interesting character. He l- it looks like he was uh, um, not necessarily on the, the best diet on on the time off. He's got a bit of a bit of a gut going on there, but uh, uh, he is an interesting character. You know, he does that kind of dead fall kind of. Uh, 
headbutt yeah. type of thing there. And uh, there were a few times during that match that I thought he legitimately cracked his head off that mat and uh, was left cringing. But uh, they, it's it's New Japan. They, they make it look so convincing. Uh, next up, we had Okada versus well, Gato. Just bef- before that, yeah. so, so just so that everybody knows, um, coming out of that now, yep. we have uh, Yano versus uh, Takahashi. It's going to be happening June 24th. Yeah. Uh, the first one that, that you had talked about... Um, uh, Togi and uh, Ishii, that's yep. going to be happening June 24th as well. Correct. Um, yeah, so I just wanted that people kind of yep. kept all of that in the loop. For sure. Uh, so we did have, like I said, uh, Kazuchika Okada versus Gato. This was a strange one here, Carl. This did not necessarily feel like New Japan Pro Wrestling. This felt like whoever was booking this thing and laying this thing out was watching a little too much Western professional wrestling uh, entertainment. <laughs> yeah. So to speak, it, it, it was an odd one, uh, which is interesting considering that one half of this match is actually the booker for new Japan pro wrestling. Uh, Gato uh, is the, the booker over there. So it was a very odd and it, it, it didn't, feel it, it felt so out of place on uh on this show in this uh, tournament so far so uh, a bit of an odd one there okada getting the win uh, via submission over gato which was also uh, kind of a surprise uh no uh, rainmaker uh finishing move in this match ended with a submission this yeah. was uh, definitely another uh, strange one uh next up we had this one is one that i had circled right from uh, seeing these brackets here carl we had yuji yep. nagata versus minoru suzuki and what could only be described as two guys just beating the ever loving piss out of each other i i had made the reference here that um especially in this match that we go from a new japan wrestling where we have wrestlers being the piss out of each other whereas over in wwe we're throwing fake piss at each other. So, <laughs> right. you know, so it's uh, very interesting. Uh, we're seeing both sides of the coin here, uh, kind of uh, inadvertently, I guess. That's right. <laughs> and just so that everybody knows, June 24th as well, we are now going to see Okada versus Nagata. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting so matchup. That's, yeah, that's going to be a, uh, one to circle uh, as well, definitely. For sure. So next up we had Uemura, which I, I'm sure I am mispronouncing his name there, uh, versus, I'm uh, going to try the first name on this one. I promised Jorgo I was going to try the first name on this one when we talked about it. Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Uemura. I don't know if I got that right. I hope I did. Um, this was, this was a, pretty much a traditional kind of a match here. Nothing too memorable. Uh, Kanemaru getting the win in just under 10 minutes and like i said just a good solid new japan pro wrestling match nothing out of this world on that one uh next up we it's still good though but still like, good still yeah. good uh next up we had uh taji ishimori versus gabriel kid uh this was this was a pretty good one here um kid got in a, f- a fair amount of offense there uh, ishimori having a bit more experience uh uh, especially in that um, junior division. You know, they don't call it light heavyweight or cruiserweight there. They call it the junior division. Junior. And um, Taji Ishimori, which I believe formerly known as Bone Soldier, you know, part of the Bullet Club, uh, getting the win there. And moving on versus Kanemaru uh, in the next round. That is going to be, that's a bit of a lopsided uh, affair there. Uh, Kanemaru definitely has the size advantage, so that's uh, going to be an interesting one there. And that is the 24th as well. 24th as well, correct. Um then we had uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace, versus Tai Chi. Um, this was not how I was expecting this to kind of go here. I thought uh, Tanahashi was going to uh, get the win on this, but uh, the ace gets knocked out of the first round, Carl. Right? Very, very interesting move. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, didn't even see that coming. But, no. yeah, super interesting. Wow. Yep. Uh, giving uh, Tai Chi the rub here. Um I've never really been uh, all that high on, but clearly they wanted to go with something a little bit different there. Um, next up we had, uh, this is another marquee matchup for this event here, Carl. We're talking Kodobushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. And uh, this was pretty darn special, i got to say. that This was uh, pretty interesting here. Um, Kodobushi getting the win. Um, yeah. I, I didn't really necessarily, I mean, it, it's one, it's really hard to pick from both guys. But Abushi um, getting the uh, getting the win there, and uh, very interesting, yeah. Yep. So again, we're not seeing either Suzuki or Zack Saber Jr. moving on in this tournament, which uh, honestly I'm a little disappointed about that. But uh, we're gonna have Tai Chi versus Kota Abushi uh, in the next round, also on that uh, June 24th as well. That's July 1st. That's that, that was July 1st. Okay. Yes. All right. 
Uh, so next up we had Ryusuke Taguchi, which I had mentioned, uh, he's kind of the rugby kind of coach kind of a gimmick over there, uh, versus yep. Sonata, uh, which is a guy that he is a, a bit of a, a weird kind of anomaly over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Cause he's kind he's supremely talented and really good at what he does in ring work and character wise, but he's stuck pretty much in the mid road there in his own faction over in, uh, yeah. Right. I will try and say this, um, like, um, Jerk would say it, Los Ingobernables de Japan. Um, yeah, he is pretty much kind of the, the, the slightly kind of less interesting character in, in his own faction, which is very odd. Um, yeah, just, it's, he's in a, he's in a weird spot and I know that WWE, uh, expressed some interest in him before, but he's, uh, uh, somebody that wants to stay over New Japan, which I think rightfully so. Uh, but he yeah. is moving on. Uh, he did get the win over uh, Taguchi in a, in a pretty competitive match that went just shy of 16 minutes. Nice. Next up, this one is a real surprise for me here, Carl. I did not see this coming. We were talking Shingo Takagi, which was one of my early fears versus Sho. Given the uh, given the junior the rub. Um, right. But <laughs> one thing to keep in mind, even when you look at Shingo, this is a little surprising. Shingo just over a year ago was a junior himself. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how That's or true. why that was, but <laughs> Shingo was uh, considered a junior, but show getting the win over Shingo. I did not see that coming here, Carl. I don't think a lot of people did, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, it, it, totally out of left field, which, which is something that I, that I'm enjoying though. I would yep. rather see that instead of the spot-on names continuing to move on, move on, move on, yep. uh, throw in something that's going to be a little bit uh, kind of like we're doing right now, kind of making our uh, scratch our heads going, wow, yep. right? And and that's that's the excitement that you get with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, it definitely is not only the talent and not only the work, but you yep. get these other little things that happen here yep. uh, that just kind of make you go, wow. Okay, but yeah, I understand it and I get it. Right. right? So yeah, we're going to have uh, Sonata versus a show in that next round. Uh, so there are July still... 1st. July 1st. Yeah, there are still some other first round matchups to happen. I believe that those will happen uh, tomorrow, the day that uh, this uh, releases actually. Uh, we're going to have uh, Hiro Yoshi Tenzon versus Yoshihashi. Uh, that's a bit of an interesting one. Uh, if I had to pick out of those two, I'm hoping uh, Tenzon will... Uh, advance in that one. Uh, nothing against Yoshihashi, but uh, Tenzon's kind of my guy out of those two. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Yo versus Bushi. This was uh, an interesting one. A uh, couple of smaller guys that are going to, uh, I'm sure, kind of tear up. This is uh, one that could uh, possibly steal a show tomorrow. Um, then we've got uh, Kojima versus Evil. That's right. New Japan mm -hmm. has a wrestler called Evil. Yep. And uh, that's an interesting one as well. And then we have uh, Hiroki Goto versus Yujiro Takahashi. Um, I'm going to have to look into this. I do not believe that he is related to Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, they have the same last name, but I don't believe that there's any relation there that I'm aware yeah, of. Yeah, I'm not sure on that. Yeah, so I, I, I've done some research and I haven't found any connection. So, uh, but I think it is a fairly common uh, Japanese last name over there. Yeah. So yeah, that's how things are kind of shaping up. It's been uh, really interesting. Um, you know, some expected wins, some, uh, some really interesting matchups and then some surprises as well. So it's kind of been the, right. uh. A uh, nice mixture of uh, what's been going on, and it's kept it unpredictable and, uh, and exciting so far. I got to say that uh, I'm enjoying this New Japan um, Cup so far, and lo really looking forward to the, the final show, though. That's going to be done um, live, and uh, it's going to be um, done with fans. Yes. So looking forward to that. And one thing that I want to make mention of here, and I do, uh, I just have to, just give me a second to find it here. Because uh, sure. I was talking with our friend Jargo about uh, this earlier, and he wanted to make sure that I made mention here that the uh, the finals are going to actually be aired on live um, Japanese television. Oh, really? On main, uh, Basically on mainstream TV. They're going to be uh, showing it live, I guess, as it happens. Um just have to, to find the exact information here. I should have had this prepared. But, um, but yeah, as, as far as I'm aware, it's going to be broadcast live kind of as it happens. And I think that that's a, kind of a first for them in quite a, quite, a, uh, quite a long time. Yeah, definitely it is. So, I mean, to give kind of people the uh, um, perspective of this, that this is like putting WrestleMania, let's say, or putting a pay-per-view onto like Sportsnet or Fox. Right. Right. Like that's, yeah. Like Fox sports one or something like that. Like that's, uh, that's essentially what, what's happening and what they're doing. That's, uh, 
That's fantastic, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at the so it's saying that the July third uh, show is going to air live in prime time in Japan. First time in 30 years they'll broadcast broadcast live on national TV in prime time. So that's a a pretty big wow. deal for them and uh, and good timing too. Uh, I think that they're gonna get a quite a big op- big audience for that because people are just craving wrestling over there. So it's uh, oh, yeah. a cool thing uh, to see there. So yeah, that's kind of uh, the latest kind of going on with uh, our friends uh, over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Which is fantastic. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I love that they're getting back out there and that uh, the, they're getting things done and that it's not even just a, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's it, it's not like they're rushing back into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is stuff that has been like really thought out, really meticulously planned for them to bring the professional wrestling back. Mm-hmm. Um, so just super happy that, that it is, I mean, yeah. What more can you say? For sure. All right. So next up here, just wanted to touch on a couple of our, uh, our friends, a couple of, uh, promotions that, uh, that, uh, we're definitely uh, tied to and have friends over. Let's start with CWE, Carl. Uh, what's uh, the latest going on with our friends at Canadian, sorry, Can- Canada's wrestling elite. I should know that name by now. Canadian <clears throat> wrestling's elite. Um, yeah, I mean, July 10th is going to be their lethal lottery show that they're putting on. Um, Gotta say, it's going to be, especially for Canada, some really phenomenal names right now that have kind of put their their hat into this lethal lottery. Um, You're looking Danny Duggan. Mm -hmm. Okay, four-time CWE champion Danny Duggan. Um, let's see here. Uh, if I'm not, Rob, mis- whoa, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to have uh, Shane Douglas and, uh, Vampiro on that tour. Correct. Um, n- no, no, that's changed. Okay. No, that's, it hasn't changed. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, that's a different gotcha. tour that's happening. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, Rob Stardom. Uh, is going to be part of the Lethal Lottery. This is just like a single pay-per-view uh, type of event that they're now, doing. Now I got you. Um, on July 10th itself. Um, let's see who else here. Uh, Sean Martins, the headline, Sean Martins. Um, uh, let's see here. Johnny Malibu, limited edition Johnny Malibu, uh, the Boston Bruiser, Kevin O'Doyle, the zombie killer, uh, Mentalo. Nice. Um, yeah, like phenomenal names coming out of this, and then making history. Alex Zwicker, the first female that will be involved in the Lethal Lottery. So nice. Yeah, like like Very this cool. is the yeah like this is great right now. Um, I, I'm super excited for this. I'm hoping that Danny is going to. Uh, allow that some of it be uh, be kind of videotaped um, and then yeah. put out there for us afterwards. Um, he he did amazing with all of his uh, live streams that he was doing with uh, with CWE and uh, being in lockdown and only yeah. having a few people that they could actually uh, uh, you know have in the studio. But I mean, mm-hmm. everything is is falling and fitting into place for him right now. Um, yeah, I mean, just just amazing stuff right now. Uh, something else coming out of this, if you are in the Winnipeg area, mm-hmm. uh, go and check out Canadian Wrestling's Elite. If you are looking at yeah. becoming a professional wrestler, um, big news for you. We're looking... August 1st, CWE's Elite Wrestling Academy is accepting new students oh for God. August 1st. Nice. Um, they say with the world setting back into the uh, in, into routine, uh, Canadian Wrestling's Elite is going to be doing the same thing. Um, so the Elite Wrestling Academy is their breeding grounds, I guess you could say, for the next aspiring professional wrestler um training schedule is uh, is pretty rigorous um you know there's monthly memberships that are available the training program is a 12-month program uh with students receiving access to all available classes and open ring sessions um 
yeah, I mean, Monday, 6 to 9, you got, uh, you know, stuff with uh, uh, Lucha Libre and uh, Perusu class uh, with Mentolo. Um, yes. Tuesday, 6 to 9, beginner class with AJ Sanchez, the Canadian crusher. Uh, intermediate advanced class the next night with Danny Duggan. Uh, beginner class with AJ Sanchez again on Thursday. Friday, open ring for all experience levels. Saturday, beginners class with AJ Sanchez uh, from noon to three, three to five. History of pro wrestling with Dr. Marty Goldstein. <laughs> five to eight, we're looking open ring for all experience levels. And Sunday, like it's it's like every single day of the week. Sunday, noon to two is promo class marketing and realities of pro wrestling. Uh, with Shane Madison, with the Mecca, Shane Madison. Um, yeah, starting in September, it looks like that is when that's going to be happening. So, so needless to yeah. say, they have a lot going on, Carl. And they uh, definitely do, and that's on top of still promoting for their fall right. tour that will be happening, which you had uh, alluded to a little bit there, mm -hmm. um, where they will be having Shane Douglas as well as Vampiro. Uh, Vampiro, a Canadian guy um, living in yep. um, Thunder Bay, Ontario. That's actually where he is right now. He is in Thunder Bay. Yes. And, uh, yeah, like they're, he, the two of them are, are the headliners that are going to be there for the uh, next tour that is happening. So really looking forward to that as well. Like this, this upcoming tour is... Uh, just going to be fantastic. Um, I believe that they're actually calling it the uh, Extreme Consequences Tour that is happening. And they will be rolling through Sault Ste. Marie, yeah. uh, which is going to be fantastic. I believe in November they are coming through uh, November 8th, 2020. So if you're in the Sault Ste. Marie area, um, make sure you come out for that. It's going to be happening at Sioux Blaster. Tickets starting at 20 bucks for that. I mean, how can you go wrong right. for the CWE Extreme Consequences Tour? And uh, just give you an example, uh, if you want to know a little bit more about CWE, uh, you'll make sure and uh, check uh, the website and check out their Facebook. And you can see posts like this one that I'm looking at right now. If you're wondering uh, like how many if they've had any kind of big names kind of go through the company, let me just list off a few for you here. Um, I mean, more than a few. We're okay. talking... Wait. Don't go through all 125, though. No, we don't have time for that. Because we'll mention 125, right. but don't go through all of them. Just give us some big ones. I'll mention some uh, some standouts. We're talking Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, uh, Kushida, uh, Karrion Cross, of course, uh, currently in NXT, uh, Sanjay Dutt, uh, Kenny Omega, Jake the Snake Roberts, um, Arn Anderson, and Tully Blanchard have both uh, made appearances. Uh, we're talking Sabu, Tennille Dashwood, Jordan Grace, uh, PJ Black, Angelina Love, uh, Matt Taven, one of my personal favorites, uh, Vincent, uh, uh, Nick Aldis, uh, Honky Tonk Man, Tito Santana, Bushwhacker Luke, um, and the list goes on, Carl. Uh, so a lot of the marquee names in professional wrestling have appeared for CWE. So um, at some point you go to a CWE show, you're probably going to see at least one of these legends or one of these marquee people. Oh yeah, definitely. At some point you will. And I mean, this is uh, names that started mm -hmm. right before they became big. They went to and did some work with CWE and then moved on to ring of honor, WWE, new yep. Japan, anything like that. Um, I just want to throw another name out there. Chase Owens, mm -hmm. um, a fantastic worker over in uh, new Japan pro wrestling, part of the yep. bullet club. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody on Facebook this morning who, uh, they, they had put that their person of the day was, Chase Owens and I nice. put on there that you know like Chase is just a phenomenal worker an amazing guy and uh yeah like it, it, all around one of my top 10 favorite as you guys heard on a previous show Absolutely. um and and like he this guy came back and he's like yeah like definitely I agree with you you know top 10 I don't understand how he isn't a champion over in New Japan right now yeah. uh whether it's you know the junior uh, heavyweight, whether it is because I mean he's listed at two hundred five, 
Right. Um, you know, whether it's uh, the never open weight, whether it's, uh, you know, part of a tag team, um, somehow, some way, it's just very shocking that he has not held the championship. For sure. So, but yeah, like just phenomenal names coming out. And, and it's not just the legend names. Mm-hmm. We're looking at, you know, some pretty notable names that have been with CWE before big time. Absolutely. I also wanted to make a uh, mention of our friends over at Ignite Wrestling. I had mentioned uh, earlier today, uh, that we're on the day that we're recording here, uh, me, uh, your wife, Ali, and Andy got to talk to Kim Artlip, the uh, owner and promoter of Ignite Wrestling down in Florida. And uh, it was a pleasure to talk to Kim. Uh, she's a unique person in the business. She is a, a very uh, much a go-getter, and, and she's a woman uh, running a, a wrestling promotion um currently and uh it's really interesting she's kind of taken the, the similar to approach to ring of honor and uh, kept that youtube uh, channel going with like best ofs and compilations yes. and uh and full-on matches from previous and uh, just keeping that audience engaged for when they um come back to uh, running full-time so it's uh yeah. the, the, which i believe is september i believe so yes correct yeah, yeah. Yeah. So really looking forward to that. And uh, like I said, just great job from Kim of keeping uh, the audience engaged uh, during uh, this off-season kind of, so to speak. It's, uh, you know, of course, we know for uh, people in that position, uh, wrestling companies in that position, it's been an extremely tough time. So good yeah. to, to see that uh, they're uh, they're still uh, still kicking, so to speak. Make sure, make sure that if you do want to see something from Ignite Wrestling, um, I run the social media as best as I can through all of my work that I do. Uh, but I definitely try to make sure that I throw in some Ignite Wrestling, especially when when Miss Kim puts out these uh, these best of uh, or, you know, whatever she's putting out onto YouTube. I, I try to share it onto our pages. So, you know, if you do want to see any of that, make sure you're following us on social media at TB Talk Pod. Look in Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, anything for Ignite Wrestling would definitely be put over onto our Facebook page at TB Talk Pod. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, make sure you're following us on those to stay up to date with absolutely everything that's happening. Turnbuckle Talk. Yes, absolutely here, Carl. All right, uh, before we do maybe a little bit of uh, breaking news and then our showstopper segment, let's do our match of the week uh, segment for this week here, Carl. Um, I'm going to let you go first uh, this week and uh, give us your pick for your match of this past week. Your favorite match? Uh, match of the week uh, was actually a surprise that happened from All Elite Wrestling. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, this uh, this was a good match. It wasn't like a phenomenal 10 out of 10 match. But just everything surrounding this uh, and and the small, short, little buildup that they did do this with this one mm-hmm. really got me engaged in it. And that's what I'm going at right now. Um we're looking Cody versus Ricky Starks. Oh, wow. Ricky Starks coming from NWA. Yep. Leaving NWA, NWA television champion over there wow. and making his way now over to all elite <clears throat> wrestling. Phenomenal to see that happening. Uh, one of the hottest free agents right now and, and a guy that can definitely go with anybody that he's put into the ring with. Super happy to see that uh, Ricky Starks is over in AEW and just I was like I said the whole build up everything towards that I was super happy with it yeah for sure yeah I'm definitely a little bit a little bit behind on uh, definitely on the WWE stuff and a little bit of the AEW uh, stuff I haven't watched in a couple weeks because Carl I have really been sinking my teeth into New Japan Pro Wrestling now that they're back up and running so having said that my match of the week is coming from New Japan Pro Wrestling from the first round of the New Japan Cup and we are talking Minoru Suzuki versus Yuji Nagata uh, this is a match that you just have to go and watch uh, it's just uh, two guys just going at it until the other one says, I can't take it no more. Uh, this is essentially it's pretty typical. Though. <laughs> these are two guys that enjoy, enjoy just beating the crap out of each other. Curl. This was really something. If you haven't had a chance to watch this and if you, um, some of our uh, listeners haven't had a chance to, uh, yeah, just go and watch this. Go and watch yeah, it. Yeah. Somehow, some way find <laughs> it. Um, I'm sure that it's, that it's, uh, illegally. There are ways for you to go and check it out. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, got to give a shout out here to our friend Don, Don Lewis. Uh, he's been uh, chatting it up with us here. And um, 
you know, you, I haven't even seen these comments here, Carl. I missed out on these. Uh, that's one thing I will go. say with streamer. Can't they wait gotta, to watch all yeah. great wrestling that comes out when they start back up. Uh, he agrees with you. He, he feels like you when it comes to the WWE. And then right now, uh, for him, anything AEW is on the edge of his seat with it all. So, yep. yeah, just just phenomenal. Um, Roxana. Uh, who will break Flair's record, Cena or his daughter? Hmm. Well, Ooh. let's have the discussion here, Carl. Why not? Oh, yeah. Um, um, if I had to guess, um, oh. I mean, Cena's definitely got the head start, but I mean, Cena's kind of out of the game uh, right now. So, right. Um, but with um, with Charlotte, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, she's got she got the name, so they they may want to do that, but uh, it would be definitely a different category. Um, then that it would be didn't didn't she already beat uh who's who's trish's um I, i'm pretty sure that charlotte beat uh beat beat uh i think so yeah, yeah. record yeah. um she's beaten somebody's record anyways i believe and, so, yeah. and, and honestly i think that i could yeah. i could continue to see that trend yeah. happening um now uh, we're, we're looking flair you know like <laughs> All of these championships, but that was all one championship, yeah. right? Like that was the world heavyweight championship. Now with Charlotte, are we going to be including mm-hmm. the raw women's NXT the and, women, and yeah. the NXT women's? Yeah. Right. That's, that's, you know, yeah. It's a legitimate question. Um, yeah, definitely. That's, that's, that's got my mind going. I will say that uh, very much like the Undertaker's streak, um, I think that Ric Flair's record should stand. Uh, I, I think, think that so I think that you leave it alone. Um, because it's, I, won't, I won't say it'll taint the whole thing. It'll just, it's, I think that there's some records that should just stay untouched. Uh, Undertaker streak should have definitely been one of those, in my opinion. And then yep. I, I think Ric Flair's streak is just so legendary and so talked about uh, that it should remain untouched. I honestly, just I hope so. Just I really hope Nothing so. Nothing against John Cena, uh, but um, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, who on. knows? John Cena could, right? I mean, yeah. John Cena is a big enough name that he could just, uh, you know, kind of come back um, and, and do part time stuff and still be able to i mean just like rick flair right rick flair for a while it had only come back and was doing part-time stuff and, mm-hmm. but he still still went out there and did it and and made a great name for himself and but i i i think really i do agree with you here that um this is something just like the undertaker streak this 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 is something that shouldn't be broken mm-hmm. um but yeah it'll be very interesting to see if cena or charlotte really does that's uh yeah, Roxana, thank you so much. That was yeah, good question. Wow. Good question. Yeah, those are the kind of that's the kind of input and the feedback that we have to get on, uh, and then we can only get that doing these video programs here, Carl. So it's a uh, uh, good to see that stuff happening. Uh, let's talk a little bit of breaking news, uh, I guess, before we do our showstopper segment here for this week. Sure. And I guess the um, Undertaker thing is uh, the one that is uh, worth uh, bringing up here, Carl. Um, I will say just uh, as this, I know that. Basically, he announced his retirement on the, 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 the network special. But I will say that on the website itself, there is no news regarding it. And on their list of their current uh, superstars, he is still listed as an active talent uh, currently. So just saying, uh, he said that he's done, but right from the actual sources itself, I, I haven't seen a 100% confirmed yet. So I can't say for certain that Undertaker is retired, although he very well could be. And if that is the case, Carl, I'm really kind of bummed because I had laid out the scenario before that I, that I thought would have been fantastic, that Undertaker should have come out um, to, say, like the regular Undertaker music. You have the bike parked at, at, already at ringside for him. He goes into the ring, uh, sets all his gear in the middle of the ring, and then walks uh, over to the bike. You play the, the American badass music. He rides up the ramp, puts up the fist, and rides off into the sunset. That would have been, doesn't need to be a match. You just do that. And I think that that would have been a proper sin off for the Undertaker. But it looks like he just might want to fade off into the sunset without doing anything. And um, if there's anybody that's earned the right to do what he wants, it's the Undertaker. It, definitely it is. Um, I think something that people are missing here, though, is, is everybody really puts a focus on to, I have no desire to get back into the ring. Okay? <laughs> everybody keeps putting focus on that. But the actual quote, and I'm going to read it here. Mm-hmm. It says, 
as never say never. But at this point in my life and my career, I have no desire to get back into the ring. I have a pit in my stomach right now. I'm at a point this time the cowboy really rides away. There's nothing left for me to conquer. There's nothing left for me to accomplish. The game has changed. It's time for new guys to come up. And the time just seems right. Hmm. But he prefaced it with never say never. If you watched any of the last ride series, you will know that anytime Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon calls up Mark Calloway, also known as famously known as the undertaker Mm -hmm. that uh, he, he jumps at the opportunity because of loyalties to Vince and Vince has given the world to uh, you know, the undertaker Roxana gives a, uh, another little thing here who yep. will put taker into the hall of fame and then who will put the tag team of Kane and the undertaker or the brothers of destruction as they were known. Um, I'll, I'll, I have go, a take I'll go on super that. quick on this yeah, one. Take, I think yeah. the only one that can really put the undertaker into the hall of fame is going to be Vince, McCann, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That That's it. Just because of the, history that the two of them have together that's that's really the only person that i can i can really see to do that i mean kane possibly but i mean uh, right yeah um i didn't react that way because uh, for for those of you listening on audio you're not gonna know what the hell i'm talking about but when vince uh, when uh when when carl said vince and and i kind of reacted um, I guess this just just happens when you know somebody for like thirty plus years that you kind of give them the same wavelength. I was thinking the exact same thing. It, it, Paul Bearer isn't around anymore, so it's got to be Vince. It's got to be. It's yeah. got to be Vince. Yeah. Uh, so Colonel and I, I are thinking like no the exact same on that. Um, I will go so when it comes to uh, the Brothers of Destruction. Uh, I will go completely out of left field on that. I think you just have them induct each other. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna have yeah. both of them on stage, just have them induct each other. Why not? Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, like, like really, I mean, who? I think the only other other ones that possibly, yeah. um, and I mean, it was complete shambles. You even see it on, yeah. um, on on the last ride. The Undertaker really like goes deep into things. Um, Sean and Hunter, hmm. like maybe yeah. to induct the Brothers of Destruction. Other than that, yeah, I think inducting each other. Yeah. That that would be yeah. an interesting move. When it comes to Undertaker, though, I think it, it either has to be Paul Bearer or, or Vince. And unfortunately, Paul Bearer is no longer with us. Um, but he would have been the only other logical choice, I think. Um, yeah. Our friend, our friend uh, Don, saying Sting. Uh, that would only work as if they were going to set up a a potential match. Which I mean, we've talked about that before. Um, I'm personally done beating that dead horse of uh, match with those two guys. It's it's too late. It's too late, especially for for Undertaker. It's too late. Um, Sting, maybe, maybe uh, that's a that's quite the stretch, but no. Um, I, I I think that's the wrong move. And Sting has no um, prior history or anything with the Undertaker, so I, uh, it, to me, it just it, it wouldn't really make sense. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. There's really no, um, yeah, there's really no reason for that. No reason, no rhyme, anything like that. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, Sting would be cool. Don't get yeah. me wrong. <laughs> I, I think he yeah. really would be, but. Yeah, unfortunately not. There's no no real context for that. So. For sure, for sure. All right, well, uh, breaking news-wise, I think that's really kind of about it. I'm going to actually just kind of look kind of briefly at one of my main sources to see if anything's kind of popped up because uh, for those of you who uh, have been uh, loyal uh, listeners um, of uh, this podcast know that uh, breaking news tends to kind of happen abruptly in the world of professional wrestling. But uh, for what I'm seeing, uh, you know, other than... You know, all the kind of uh, shenanigans going on uh, inside the business. Um, there really isn't a whole lot to talk about breaking news-wise that I care to talk about because uh, we said we're going to leave all of that crap 
for the dirt sheets, they can tackle it. Um, I don't want to speculate or try and claim that things are fact when I just really don't know. Uh, we were kind of pride ourselves on uh, some credibility here on Turnbuckle Talk, and I don't like to speculate about stuff that I can't back up with fact. And I know Carl feels the same way, so we're just not going to go there. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, and, and I'm happy that you say that. It's, yes. <laughs> uh, you know... That's been a hallmark Definitely of our podcast for a long time, Carl, that we, we try and present things that we, that we know and are knowledgeable about. But if we can't back it up with fact, at least from multiple sources, or if not from the source, we, we, we try not to elaborate or speculate on stuff that we just can't back up. It just, That's it's, right. Uh, it's really to keep some credibility around here. All right. So we're going to take a brief break here. Um, I'm going to come back with our showstopper segment, and I'm going to backtrack on something that I've said before, which I don't think I've ever done in this program. So stay tuned and find out what it is when we come back. This week's episode is brought to you by Collar and Ebel. Visit collarandebelbrand.com where you can find the Brooklyn's own Beast Shad Gaspar shirt, where 100% of the proceeds will go directly to Shad's family. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is the greatest part of this podcast. No, it isn't. The entire podcast is great. <laughs> but this is one of our favorite times because this is where we kind of break out of our shell a little bit and we go into our show stopper segment. Absolutely, Carl. Uh, this week here, uh, we'll make this one relatively quick here. Uh, we don't need to say a whole lot about this one. But uh, for the longest time, uh, especially our, our loyal listeners will know that for for pretty much my entire time of watching professional wrestling, I have absolutely despised when, whether it be other wrestlers, whether it be commentators, announcers, or other podcasters, or what have you, referring to professional wrestling matches as fights. I've always absolutely despised that. But having kind of delved into New Japan Pro Wrestling now, and especially the, this match of this past week with the Suzuki and Nagata, I'm feeling like I'm starting to pivot on this uh, idea here, Carl. And I'm thinking that going for more of a fight-like feel, especially, you know, given the, the death of kayfabe and whatnot, that this is a possible avenue to kind of freshen up professional wrestling a little bit, to, to go for more of that fight kind of feel. Definitely, I agree. This is something that... Um... <clears throat> You know, UFC has done for a while. They bill everything as a fight, yeah. right? And uh, I, I, I mean, I'm okay with that. If it's gonna, if it's gonna attract people, if it's gonna bring the crowd, if it's going to kind of give a more of a big fight feel to it, then I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm definitely okay with it. Yep, uh, it's working for for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, the, there are some people that. One weird reference that I always tend to kind of see about, uh, especially WWE people talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling, is they always refer to it as karate wrestling. I don't see that uh, in that, uh, other than it's taking place over in Japan, and that people right. um, associate Japan with karate. Um, I, I don't understand that, um, that thought process, but uh, uh, for me it's just pure, it's a pure form of professional wrestling. And um, when it comes to the crowd, well, we've mentioned before that uh, they definitely react different from the North uh, American crowd. And, and I just I feel that uh, this is an approach that if WWE wants to go that route too, uh, I can, I'll be a little kind of concerned that it would start to look a little too phony, especially in the WWE kind of context. But um, it's one of those things we'll just have to wait and see. I, 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 we definitely see it going on in other promotions. Uh, it's just a matter of are the big companies going to kind of go down that path? We, we know that you know they're, they're bringing a lot of former MMA and a lot of uh, combat sport talent over in WWE. So it could be a transition they, that they look to make. But historically, and especially, I, I will definitely single out Ronda Rousey. When you go from especially somebody like myself that has watched a lot of MMA and you see them do things a certain way and then you see them make the transition over to professional wrestling and then try to do those same things in a wrestling context you can spot um, where it looks I hate to use the, the word Carl but it looks fake right it definitely <laughs> does uh, yeah I mean unfortunately that's the way it comes across it, yeah. it, it totally sucks but that's totally the way it comes across yeah. um, Don Lewis says that uh, when they refer to it as karate wrestling yeah. uh, he, he thinks that it's just the WWE talking down about New Japan yeah. Pro Wrestling alright Carl I'm going to let you uh, wrap up for this week because I uh, have an incoming phone call okay Carl sounds good 
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Turnbuckle Talk. We love the engagement that happened today. This has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, continue to do this for us. Uh, this makes it totally worthwhile for us. We're going to continue to bring you these video podcasts anyways, but this interaction has been fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Big Joe had to take off super quick. He's got an incoming phone call uh, about what we talked about previously. So phenomenal stuff coming out for Big Joe here, especially when it comes to uh, the world of broadcasting and the world of uh, videography for him. So uh, really excited about that. Uh, definitely make sure you go and check out our friends over at collarandelbowbrand.com. Uh, as you can see, I'm wearing the hats and today wearing one of the logo t-shirts as well. Our friends over at collarandelbow.com, uh, collarandelbowbrand.com. Uh, they have amazing merchandise over there and it is created and founded by former professional wrestler and owner of OVW, Al Snow. Make sure you go and check out collarandelbowbrand.com. Use promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout. You're going to get yourself 10% off your entire order as well go and check out our friends over at phoenixfit.com that is fnxfit.com where you can get some of the best supplements in the world shipped directly to your house when you use our promo code tbtalkpod you will get yourself 15% off your entire order there so make sure you go and check out both collarandelbowbrand.com Use promo code JK Podcast and FNXFit.com where you can get 15% off when using promo code TBTalkPod. For all the information on both of those brands, make sure you go to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can follow us at TBTalkPod. For Big Joe, who is on the phone this week, and myself. Thank you so much again for joining us. This is episode 172 of Turnbuckle Talk. We have been around since 2015, and we will continue on strong. Thank you so much, everybody. Make sure you tune in next week, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Daylight Time, however you want to say it. 3 p.m. Mondays, we go live on Facebook and YouTube. Thank you so much again, everybody, and have a nice day. It's me, it's me. It's an honor to be the beat. As you can tell in the background, we are out celebrating. That is what we do here at HittingTheMarks.com. And I'd like everyone to continue to tune in to Turnbuckle Talk, but check out all of our other shows here. You can find that all at HittingTheMarks.com. Run. Right.